Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all of the great content being produced, so we're bringing you a story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests each day tell us about the best story they've found, and today we're pleased to welcome Carly Lanick, who is the editor-in-chief of the Indiana Daily Student. Thanks for joining us, Carly. Thank you for having me today. Pleased that you're here, and we would love to hear the story you found today. And Tell us about it, and tell us why the rest of us should seek it out as well. Early this week, uh, the state news up at Michigan State University ran um, a really well-received front-page editorial um, about Michigan State's um, president's knowledge of Larry Nasser and his abuse of students, um, gymna- gymnasts, through through their program. And... Um, it just really stuck with me. You don't see a front page editorial very often. Um, their editorial called for the president's resignation, knowing that she had knowledge of the situation. Um, and t- to me, it resonated as, as a student journalist to see that as students, we have a voice. And now through the week, as the story has progressed, that that voice matters. Um, that president now has resigned and we're starting to learn more about the university's involvement or um lack of involvement reporting these incidents. As a student journalist, as an editor of a, another terrific publication as you are, uh, both the state and the IDS are very well received. To be in a newsroom like that, what must that be like, do you think? You know, I think they did all the right things. Um, they've been reporting very, very thoroughly on this. Um, they, from what I've read, have had reporters from their newsroom at every day of the trial this week. Um, they've had um, incredible coverage of uh, what's been going on leading up to this. They were covering it before some of the major national newspapers were and um, really doing their responsibility as a watchdog for their university to cover this. I, I think had this happened at IU, we would be asking some of the same questions they have and we would be dedicating our, our resources to that because that's a story that matters to our, our students and our community. Having ultimately covered that as, as much as they had, and the last time I looked on their website mm. using tags, they had 166 pieces of copy on, on Larry Nasser on, under that as a tag. So at least that much information has gone through their newsroom and they have worked on, reported, and published. Is the story, do you think, for them now over that the incarceration is here, President Luanna Simon has resigned, or do they continue – exploring this as as information, as you said, as a watchdog journalist on their campus. Oh, absolutely. This story, I think, is just beginning for them. Um, Of course, they were influential in um, seeing this conversation sparking the resignation of their president. But who's going to be the next president? Who's going to fill these roles? There's still people um, in their university who have not yet been held accountable, who are still in positions of authority. So, I think they'll continue to report on that, and they're going to have a lot of work to come as um, as things change at their university. And that's something that they made very clear in their editorial: is that we are they're in a pivotal moment in their in their university at MSU. A lot of people have likened this um, to uh, uh, other big scandals in the sports industry. This is something that will not be forgotten many years down the road. So, what happens? Um, at a university level, picking up from something like this, such a such a, a damaging story to the reputation of a university that I'm sure has many 
incredible students who are looking to get an education. It has many incredible educators who probably weren't involved with something like this. Um, they have a long way to go. And, and that's something that I'm sure uh, MSU and, and the state news will continue to cover. You've covered some powerful and large stories on your campus. One of those uh, has been a subject of, of this show before. You are now an editor-in-chief of a newspaper at a college level, and you're working with students who are your peers and some underclass students as well. In those positions or in the, in, with that experience that you have, how do you work with your staff to sit down, craft an editorial um, after coverage like they have done, and bravely do this thing? Because it's no small thing to publicly call the president of your institution to task like that. Absolutely. And that comes with um, absolute knowledge of what's happened. That comes with uh, hard reporting and an authority to make a claim like that because it is a, a big sweeping statement to say that this person who leads our university should no longer be here. I think um, the state news had the ability to make that because of their reporting that backed it up, that they could prove why that this is important. It's it's like any other argument. You know, you have to be able to show your readers why that this is um, an important uh, moment in, in your school's history. And so, you know, looking at what we produce at the IDS, it's the same thing. Um, I worked on a series um, that published last semester. We made some uh, recommendations, which is um, a little on the editorial side, something that we don't do often. Um, that was because we had spent um, a year digging into what could come next. And and I see very similar parallels in what the state news has done in their editorial. It was it was backed up by fact and, and hard reporting and knowledge of the situation. This is a big moment in the career of a student journalist. What do they do for the next issue now? Their resignation front page came early this week. Their Thursday paper that just came out yesterday um, was a list of names, names of the survivors of this, um, giving those survivors a voice. Yes, this is a story about Larry Nasser and the abuse that he, he's gotten away with for so long. But also they're giving a voice back to those people, the people that, that he had uh, hurt and making the story somewhat of a success. I, I, there was a quote by one of the survivors who spoke, I think, in testimony this week who said something to the effect of these students who were abused, these gymnasts who were abused, were girls at the time, but they're maturing, they're growing into women with strong voices, and they're, they're stepping up and, and speaking up. And now we're seeing the results of that. And it takes being a part of that conversation as an editor and as a newspaper to help um, them share that and to help them regain their voice, I think. In the sense of this as being a part of a conversation on a campus, a community, what role do you see that outlet as having as being part of a process that's that's helpful, perhaps even help toward healing some some very damaged relationships or just feelings about a place that, that this happened to them at? Sure. Well, I think it's absolutely about having that conversation and not backing down from the hard questions. Um, I think in order to move forward from a, a, a very tough situation, you have to have a thorough understanding of where you stand. And that comes from reporting and, and talking to students and talking to the community and seeing what trust is left, if there is any, and how to build forward. And that comes from, you know, reporting stories about it, asking people what they think, um, sharing the knowledge of, of past reporting um, so that that doesn't happen again. Um, I think it's like you hear in any history class. We have to have an understanding of where we're coming from to move forward. And so the state news role in that is um, as a paper of record to show that 
to show where where we are and then where we can go. And that can come from editorials. That can come from them making suggestions. That can come from them talking to students about what they'd like to see in the future. Um, but it is. It's facilitating that conversation. I'm a big proponent of student media. Obviously, you are as well. So tell me if I am a student why student media matters. And then tell me why, if I'm just a person in the world who is not a student, uh, who is not interested in journalism, why student media matters today. I think this is a classic case looking at uh, the state news of why it matters. There, There is no limitation to what you can do as a student through student media. I don't know about every newspaper, but here at IU, um, we have alumni who've worked for student media who 100% back us when we want to make a claim ourselves, when we want to do something a little risky or unorthodox. It gives you, as a student, a community and a place to share your opinion, to grow and learn with others as you're doing it, and a knowledge that what you're writing is seen and can affect people far beyond your university even. We're seeing... um, the, the board of USA Gymnastics being called into question now. Um, that, that is a large international organization. So um, as a student, it, it does matter. It gives you um, the ability to tell real stories. And to someone who isn't a student, we're learning. It's, it is a learning curve. Some people doing journalism for the first time. But we serve the same purpose as, you know, your neighborhood newspaper or your city newspaper. We're looking out for the community. We're reporting in places that maybe the bigger newspapers aren't. We're reporting directly at the university campus. So you know that that we've got, you know, um, a handle on what's happening in our own backyards and we can bring that story. Um, Everyone knows a student. Everyone knows someone that that is affected by a university. So it's our goal to share those stories and and look deeply at the institution that we serve. We've got links for Carly and links to the state's uh, stories that we've been talking about as well below the audio here. Please do check those out. Carly Lanick, editor-in-chief of the Indiana Daily Student. Thanks again for taking the time today. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is the best story I've heard today. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith.